Hello. We have our guest, Danielle, with us, and we're just going to be talking about motherhood. She's laughing, she's a little nervous, <laughs> but we have a special kind of motherhood. Yes, our children are special, very good special. And I chose her, I feel kind of bad because I kind of rudely, like, you come and you don't have a choice. Tomorrow, do what you need to do, and we're doing a pod. And here we are. <laughs> it wasn't that how it was, like, Rasputia type thing, like, you're going to be my girlfriend. No. No. <laughs> but the thing is, I chose her because, like, just like most of my friends, some no-limit soldiers. Because you can't be weak when you do this. Not basic motherhood even. But she has not one but two boys on the spectrum, and she still smiles. She still whoops ass and keeps her head up. And I have no filters, so prepare yourself. <laughs> this comes with a warning. Yes, <laughs> yep. But first and foremost, just go ahead, let yourself out, and let, my, let, let me introduce myself to the crowd up, up out in here. Okay, right. um, I am Danielle Morzon. Um, I have two boys on the spectrum: one seventeen, one thirteen. Um, totally different spectrums I have um my oldest is um how you describe him let's see I don't want to say he's more severe because he's been to hell and back and he's still bouncing up all um but he is more on the autism spectrum Whereas my youngest is more on the ass, and I say that <laughs> I emphasize that part. Dylan always laughs when he hears ass. Ass the bogus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he tends to be more of an ass. <laughs> well, it's true. Well, me and me, yeah. we were talking about that this morning, and Kellen's like, um, "Mama, I've never heard you call me a butt," and I'm like, "Hmm, I'm sorry, but anybody who says that their children that they don't call them a true." Well, and, okay, I'm sorry. Not everybody knows what that word is. And ass. French, French for ass. <laughs> exactly. Cheer is French for ass today. We learned something, people. Yeah. But, you know, you have to be honest. Kids can be jerks, and they're intimidating, any of them. And, you know, our kids just, like we say a lot, nobody tests your gangster more than your child. Because mm-hmm. I look at Kellen all the time. I'm like, son, do you realize what you got away with? Because I just walked away. <laughs> I, have, I am a changed woman. And I even told my mom yesterday, I'm like, mom, I got something to say, but I got right with the Lord this morning. So I am walking clear away from this situation. That's called, that's called in our world, the walk away. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, see, we should, it's a good thing we're not on camera because I'm very a very animated person. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It's it's a walk away. You have to do the walk away. Now, sometimes you want to do throat punch, but the, no, 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 no. That's illegal, and this is your child. Exactly. But I mean, they are they leave you in awe a lot. Yeah. So the one thing I wanted to ask you is like, when did you notice with your children that they were different that you got you know a little worried like you wanted to look into something see what's going on Ooh, okay sebastian the oldest was um there was a questioning i gotta draw back all this okay um sebastian was walking talking and potty training can believe this okay um between nine and eleven months okay um 
So all he needed was a Christmas tree to inspire his butt to start running. That's how he was. He um, had some few a few issues early on, but that was because I had him at 38 weeks. Um, I had an incompetent staff when I gave birth to him. Um, they induced my labor then at 10 o'clock on the Thursday night. And by 7, I still had my water broke and everything, but... I, there was nothing. There was no big thing. So when the doctor came in and checked me, he's like, oh, the cord is wrapped around his neck and we have to do an emergency C-section. So at 7.30, Sebastian was born. It was that fast. He had um, already started to experience meconium poisoning. So he had hepatitis A. But other than that, we were good. You know, he fed, he slept. Oh, my God, he slept. He was a good sleeper. Oh, I, that's one thing. He was an awesome sleeper. And we never had colic. We never had any of those things. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking my child's my child. He's the shit. You know, right. I'm, 30, I'm 33 here. You know, um, and we're having our first Christmas and it's my first baby and you know, I, this is my miracle child because I was, I was never, I was told I was never going to have children. Right. You know? Same here. You know, you call him my little sis. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, so when he came, it was like, oh, he's hitting every milestone. He, I mean, he aced everything. Um, now mind you, of course he was born five pounds. He was born five, he was five pounds, 11 ounces. Wow. Yeah. He was a little baby. He was a little bitty thing. But he was getting there. You know, he was hitting every milestone and all. Um, then, and and I guess like for full disclosure, um, I was not anti-vax at all. Same year. Not at all. I mean, Same. when I was 30, I got my 15-year boosters. Yeah. I, I, so there was no thought in my mind about any of it. Right. Um, so, I noticed, I guess when he was about 12, 13 months, that he started having a few issues with his ears. He was pulling. Why always the ears with babies? I don't get it. Like, Cullen went through three sets of tubes, and it, it was just like always in the doctor and it's like you don't want to spend you, your child doesn't want to spend a, their life in well, a damn no. doctor no and, it, you and know, it's one thing leading to another and they're, they can't really say like hey this is hurting this is hurting but just constantly pulling at their ears and it's like so why? me you know I'm I'm old school I mean I'm an 80s kid so I'm like it's time to ditch the bottle so we got rid of the bottle and guess what got rid of the ear infections we didn't have any more trouble um so it was like because my thing is is and i'm no degree or anything but at least back then i had some some sense i mean he was already starting to eat yeah anyway i mean he was getting his teeth and everything so um i just like to like took him off the bottle and gave him a sippy cup. Now people are like, oh, oh, wait, what, what? Same thing. Don't no, you let not. that unsolicited advice Yes, but it's not the it. same because it wasn't the same then anyway. Let me put it that way. Because of the fact that he didn't have 
he would drink and eat and then he'd be done with it. You know, it wasn't a, you know, we're Cajun people. You got to, no, he never sucked a noonie. Oh, I there was no noonie sucking. He never took to it. So I never worried about it. Um, you know, and the bottle, you know, they, they want to go to bed with it. They want to do this with it. They want to hang to it, you know, with him. And it wasn't even a problem. He was like, you know, good. I'm a big boy. I'm a sippy cup. You know, and it was cars, I think, or something like that. It was, it was some big thing at the time, um, and it was all about the characters. Um, if I'm running over time, you need to let me know. No, 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 go for it. <laughs> so, so um, and sure he was fine. So, um, he had uh, 60 months. I brought him in, and this was gonna get hairy, and he had his MMR. And he had a sea tap. And I brought him home that night. And we lived on the island at the time. We were going out. So, his, he, he was seen by Pete's. Home, got home. And I noticed on the ride home he wasn't himself. He was hired, you know, and that's not so bad. Well, they always give you the old warning get the Tylenol and the ibuprofen ready, yeah. you know, but everything All like right. that. And we're like, oh, okay. And this is when you start questioning if your child's going to have a liver by the time doctors are finished with them yeah. when they're nine years old. Right. So I, um, we got home that night, and he really he wasn't hungry. He didn't really want to eat. He just wanted to cling to me. And I was fine with that because that was my baby. That, right. You know, um... He was always affectionate, always, and he was always the. His, he his still nickname. is. He's yes. a sweetheart. Oh my God, yes. Um, he was. We all had a nickname for him. He was Baby Junior. That that's what we call him. You know, Baby Junior and Monkey Love. That was my. Because oh. he was, he would like be all like climbing all up on me, you know, and everything, and um. So. We uh, and he, we close left. Always goes left. Yeah, Always. I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, Kellen stepped with us, and NRJ worked on the boat too. So, like, he stayed. He slept in the same bed until he was about seven, eight, and then he called. Don't cringe, girlfriend. I, I know, but Sebastian <laughs> slept with us till he was. Oh God, eleven. And Tris slept with us until uh, he was about, well, about eight, because it was at that point they went to share a room and they had enough of us. Yeah. But it, the thing is, is and and this may sound bizarre to some. I don't. Me, filter. <laughs> I don't give a flying shit. Okay, because my children were damaged, and I did what I had to do, and I will still do what I have to do to the day I take my last breath. But, um, Sebastian, because Sebastian and Tristan were so different in their injuries, um, Sebastian did cling to me more and Tristan did cling to to Alex more. So we slept, sometimes we were able to sleep in the same rooms. It's amazing. No, no answer supposed about it. As we're gonna be real, I'm gonna be real. It's amazing. Tristan was born. <laughs> I'm, I see. Or shall I say, it was amazing that Tristan was conceived because 
Sebastian was the center of everything. And so, you know, you do what you got right? to um, But, yeah, it, it was like everything. Because when, when the relationship between me and his father peaked was when he became his illest. Because it tests you. It tests your whole damn family. So I'm not even going to lie. It was a couple months after that we had started to get the the PDD-NOS when it hadn't morphed into ASD as a diagnosis. Because for years, because that's what I understand now about just little bitty schools with this and that diagnosing children and then putting it on paper that they're autistic. Like we always say, we don't ask for this and the puzzle pieces and this and that. Yes, it's beautiful, you have pride. But you know, somebody asked me, why do we celebrate disability? I'm like, because, and it was a good question. At first I was offended by it, I was pissed. I was like, why would you ask that? And the thing is, it's not, it's not celebrating the disability in itself, it's celebrating the overcoming of having to deal with the disability. And I'm sure you see on social media some of these people claiming to be autistic and <laughs> this and that. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. There with me. Right. You know you see my posts. Yes. And I'm uh, sitting yeah. there like, uh-uh. No, 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 no. And they they, tr- they went ahead and they, they let us know that me and RJ were, were on the spectrum and stuff like that. And it's genetic and things. But with this whole thing, like we talked about before, when I tried to tell you when we was going through the whole genetics testing and all, and we told him, look, RJ's dad dealt with Agent Orange, and that's what he died of, and they had no holds bar in telling us, I, I dare you to try to prove that. I oh, yeah. dare you to try to prove that. You will get nowhere. And it's like, it's, it's on. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, I'm going to say this straight up. Um... Prove to me that the shit works. Prove to me that COVID has been completely cured. It's not. It's okay. This is proves to me that that polio wasn't changed to killing bars. I don't want to hear polio because you know when I go ahead and talk because I love when people you know say unvaccinated crotch goblins and this and that and it's like okay. Nobody. It's kind of like drunk driving. It's not going to happen to me. It's not going to happen to me. There are different things like that. Mm-hmm. And you try to warn people about don't do this. Don't do that, you know, because this can happen. The outcomes and, oh, well, oh, what are the chances? Chances are higher than you realize. Oh, definitely. And, and it's just like, but it it's not only the overall fight of being now the anti-vaxxers it's living now with the fight of just getting your children what they need to have especially we talk about this on a daily basis what they're gonna do when we are not here and it's like we just had a friend who just who's about whose child is about to go through it i mean that that blows my mind that that i cry and i know like we're probably all over the place right here uh, of course, that's our um, gift. Because, you know, look, I, I, I'm going to get this out the way right here before I even move on to the next <laughs> sentence. Right. Just so that those that don't know my story, I'm going to, because the story as to how we got here used to be the number one priority. 
It used to be. But now, the story of how we got where we are at this at moment this exactly. that's, and that's... where we're going to go from here is a hundred times more important. So cut and dry. Sebastian was vaccine injured. We went home that night. He ran a fever. He started having seizures. They wouldn't listen to me. They wanted to pump him full of drugs. What I did out of the blue before Facebook and all this other stuff came around, I went on a chat through Yahoo, Yahoo, whatever. <laughs> See how long it's been? It's through Yahoo, found a woman in Australia. She told me how to detox my child. That's how we started. We went from shits. We went from walking, talking, eating, everything to a child that was nonverbal, completely deaf. Surgeries. Um, all he did was scream. Shit smearing. Shit that smelled like toxic waste Chernobyl crap. Yeah. To all of that. To to early steps. To um, eloping, service dog, losing friends, losing family, losing jobs, losing this, losing that, to you know what? I don't care anymore. My child was given to me for a purpose and a reason. Yeah. And when they did the same thing without my permission to my second child and within 24 hours started detoxing him, this, that, and everything else, I want people to know that the only thing, and I say the only thing, but it's a big thing with my second son is that he's partially blind from the, they told me it wasn't a stroke, but they told me it was Bell's palsy. Bitch got fired for that, trust me. <laughs> um, that's a long story in itself. Another time. <laughs> but but um, recovered him more. Now, flash forward from when Sebastian was two and everything was falling apart to now Sebastian being 17. He's verbal. He's not an eloper. Mind you, he will never drive a car. Number one, pissed me the fuck off. He will never have a girlfriend. Number three. Well, you never, you gotta, well, um, it's something you have to watch because, I mean, look at our situation with our, our family and stuff. You, you don't But know, you still have to watch and monitor. He cannot lead a life as a normal. thing of a quote-unquote normal. And, and yeah. yes, we talk about normal being a setting on a dryer, but there are children that can go to school do their regular ABCs. Not in the think normal, about not, not think about prom. Not in the normal educational system. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, but I mean, this is his last year of school, so it's um, like what's after this? You, you know? know, it's so it's like he's he. I, and look, I don't blame atypical children. It's not their fault. No. I blame their ignorant fucking parents who act like, oh, well, you did it to them. You shouldn't have, you know. Oh, yeah. Like but not, it's, it's one minute you, you did it to your child because you vaccinate him. And the next minute, it's like, it's not the vaccine. It's not correlation right. causation, man. You know, it's genetic. Well, you know what? Go through my genealogy. None. None of them. Not one. But, however, correlation causation, let's say MTHFR. I have it. Father has it. That's one of the things I was found in. Well, there's a couple things in or gene mutation crap. And I'm like, I cannot figure out to this day why nobody wanted to sit down and yes, I was escorted out of Tulane, and I'll get escorted probably again one day up top, and I have no shame in it, but they 
went head to toe inside out with my child and could not give me a reason why developmental delays, the diagnosis in between the GAD 65, the pandas and everything like that. I thought pandas was a, a teddy bear at the zoo until I had my child and he was diagnosed with it. You know, with the ticks and rats and the uh, OCD and things like that. When your child, I mean, a lot of children, they noted to go ahead and align things and put them in order and all. But he was on a whole new level of OCD. Oh, honey, they, they told <laughs> I would never forget when I, when I brought, when I started screaming and hollering, like, what's wrong with my child? He's, this, this no, something's wrong. He was not like this 24 hours right. ago. You know, and 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 then the, the whole blank space, nobody home syndrome. You know, I'm like, this no, this is not right. And oh, ma'am, um, we're gonna run some tests and we're gonna do this. Oh, but the no number one tests. thing they would tell me in the beginning, just no. And this is before I knew what autism was. It's not autism. He's too affectionate. See how he's hugging you? See how he's kissing you? See how he's playing with your hair? You see how he holds on to you? You know what, my, you, you can take it any way you want, but you know what that was to me? Mom, help me. Yeah. Mom, help me. Because the thing is, they can't, if he was still nonverbal at this point, he'd like, look, okay, I'm not going to lie to you. We deal with it. And my sister understands this. And some of the advocates that kind of, talk with me and hear her in the background and all you know about Kellen they know they steal some of those that are you know it's not the vaccine and stuff but because they are in the medical field so of course they're they're groomed to think that they're poison I'm, I'm sorry their five minute vaccine, <laughs> vaccine lesson is out is it's, it's God yeah. and the moon and the stars above. but like yeah. they had told me if our niece doesn't start talking soon that she should start not nah, not talk to my sister about it and she was like nope there's nothing wrong with like we talked this yeah. morning but she admits it like she'll admit that when we cannot understand her she gets frustrated and, and you can tell she gets really frustrated let so me think about it as a human uh, overall though I made that wrong. But as a child, as grown-ups, sometimes we cannot verbally express how we feel or what we need. And sometimes when we say it, people still don't get it. And we, you know? and we have a voice. Imagine those small children that have thousand times more needs than we do trying to let us know, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty, I don't like that, I don't like this, this yeah. hurting my ears, and they can't get, they it, can't out. get it out, so it's now, frustrating. Now, now, see, I'm in groups, all these, these autism groups or adults with, with uh, disabilities and stuff, and I like that, and I understand when I see a mother or a father or an aunt or an uncle or whoever's raising the child vent and say, sometimes I just want to take them. And shake him as he talk to me. Right. Just tell me what's wrong so I can fix it. You want to make it all bad and just want to hug him and hold and, him. And, and, and it's like, I've been there. I have right. been there more than once. It's like talking to a wall, mm. you know, sometimes or, or whatever. But then I hear other parents say, I can't say this to anybody else because nobody else will understand. I just want to give up. Oh gosh! I want to. I want to do everything that these doctors have been telling me. Just stick them in a home. 
stick them in a home, and you no, know what exactly. I hear when I when you know you know what I think when I'm like. And 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 God, y'all, heart whoever listens so to this, whoever listens to this, you know, and just make me, you may completely disagree with me what I'm about to say. All I can think of is how fucking dare you? You 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 know deep down inside. The pain you felt when your child had that first seizure. You know how you felt the first time that you looked at your child and they screamed and couldn't tell you what was going on. You remember the first time you saw them strap your child down, put IVs, needles, and all this other stuff in your child. The thing that got me the most was... How can you say you love your child when you feel like that? Yeah. But I do understand that. I do understand. It's tiresome. We all get... It is tiresome. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're up after three days of wiping shit off the walls. Yeah. You know, because for three weeks before, your child didn't shit. And all of a sudden, their body decides to spit it out. And you got a pull-up. And, you know, everywhere, the furniture and everything. And you're just like, you know what, this isn't worth it. But at the same time, you look at that child and you're like, oh, my God. They do things that are so, yeah, like, oh. It hit me. It hit me. I think Sebastian was maybe, we were at Children's Hospital. It was the last time we ever went there. Yeah. They they were about to escort me out because because <laughs> so far so good with children's. Uh, um, we were at children's and there was this doctor I could barely understand because he could barely understand, he could barely speak English and he wanted me to hold Sebastian down. Sebastian needed to be pumped out, but he was I don't even know what the hell he was trying to do because I've been there. Sebastian had had to have his stomach pumped out before. Because he was so impacted, he was throwing up. It just, oh. you know, he was so toxic. And, but this doctor had him on his stomach. Oh, God, no. no. And he wanted to dig up his ass. Nah. And he wanted me to hold him down while he proceeded to do it. And all I kept thinking was, my son will never, if ever the day comes, then he comes out of this. He's going to say, Mom, why did you let that fucker rape me? Yeah, I, and you see right now, it, it's kind of like that with Kellen. I feel bad because all the geneticists and everything, they came in with the crew. And just, he was naked from head to toe. And every inch of his body, every hair on his head, they touched. And I'm sitting there, I, I, I felt helpless. Mm-hmm. I felt helpless. Because they look at you like, let me do my job. Like, I went to school, y'all got that, you know, I have a PhD, let me do oh, it. Oh, yes, you have a there, Google doctor. But yeah, do, like, at this point right now, we're out with Kellen, now when we go, it's not only the whole infamous 10,000 times of no doctors, no dentists, no shots. Now he has gotten to the point of, Mama, can I keep my clothes on when we go to the doctor? And our children should not decide. And they, they and I'm just them. like, and a lot of people do not understand. Like, why is he like that? Just tell him, get over it. And I'm like, oh, let me kick you. Yeah. And, and let me kick you in the shins with steel toe boots and tell you, just get over it. Okay, try <laughs> taking my son's phone from him and saying, get over it. 
Oh gosh, see, 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 you know, it's it's sometimes, and I keep. I've been repeating this all. It must be my my motto for the week. Sometimes it's the little things that will make one of our children psychotic, oh. and and yet, oh, oh, Bob Pushmu down the road hits a meth, and he lost his shit, and he went in Walmart, took off his shirt, and poured a gallon of milk on his body, and he pissed on the floor. Look at him go. Look at him go. Did they call the cops? Yeah, and they put him in, you know, they put him nicely in the car, but he slapped a couple people, you know. Our children, my biggest fear is that somebody would come to my house and my son's like, I'm, you know, he's got his headphones on. Oh, don't mess with the headphones. I've seen that first. And they're like, listen to me, boy. Listen to me, boy. And he's about his business. And he snatches it off his head. And he loses his mind because he's six foot, 170 pounds. And they shoot him in my house. That is a big But Mr. Meth Head or Crack Jane that's down the street, you know. Because they have a name. Hi. Yeah. I know. And the thing is, and listen, I found out recently that when it comes to uh, addiction and stuff, well, the, and yes, I call it a whack ward. I've been there, I've visited. It's, it's not exactly the best place for a vacation, but it was an eye-opener. It made me realize how blessed I was, and, and yes, it was just from being friggin' tired, not even gonna lie. I mean, you know about it, but not a lot of my family don't even know about it. Here we are now. Oh, if you yeah. listen, you know now. Oh, well. <laughs> Say la vie. But um, there, there were some people on the spectrum. And, and the thing is, a lot of the medication that they try to put the children on the spectrum mm. is poison. It makes them 100 times worse. They, at the last convention, look, they wanted to promote buspar and lithium. And I, I was in the hospital, grown-ass woman, with lithium toxicity. And you're like, there's nothing wrong with lithium. There's nothing wrong with lithium. Let me just suck on a couple batteries and smile on. Well, you know? know? So, so, I mean, why don't we just go back to, to the barbaric stages of lobotomies? Because you have a oh, sexual... Lesson. Uh, what was it? Because women... What was it way back when? Because women um, experience sexuality... Well, I mean, and and I'm not talking about in the in the in the ward though. You do have to fill out papers that that is a last resort. So they do still do. They do still do it, but you have to be close to like a a full fledged psychopath. You know, they have the whole thing that we advocate for our kids the the um the vest to soothe and if that doesn't work you have your straight jackets and then if that doesn't work you have your seclusion rooms and then if that doesn't work they use the the happy little tranquilizer like you an animal and then after that they strap you down in the seclusion room like there's pages and pages of levels of how they put you out pretty much just to kill you and the thing is um one thing that I freaked out about is when I came out of there, I, I started doing more and more research. Like, like, like people like us really shouldn't do research. <laughs> well, we should pause it, but every time I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, there is yeah. more out there. But when I, um, I got out the whackboard, they started having those articles about how 
places were experimenting with certain drugs and I'm sitting there I had a little meltdown myself I was like okay I did not realize I was off my blood pressure medicine while I was in there until I got out because they wanted to test my heart wow oh. good deed because you can't Let's question <laughs> right <laughs> you can't question well see that, yeah. that's that's that and right it, there and it blows my mind okay so we all know none of this shit works Okay, first of all, there's not one psychotic pill out there that has ever cured mental illness. No, not at all. So we're going to take all your rights away and turn you into, boom, boom, a guinea pig. And in the process, if you die, oh, well, you signed. And look at these bills that are being passed now. These bills that are being passed are covering the industry's ass. Oh, yeah. In other words, like, this is legal murder. This is is. legal murder. And, And, you know, we advocate for different things like the... Our children with autism, first of all. Of course, marijuana, we, you know, advocate for things like that. Yeah. And the thing is, I can't see why people still say it's the devil's lettuce when they're, and they need more research. But we're going to go ahead and jab people with five different brands and stuff there, that, that, to that, cure that, a pandemic. There. Yeah. Okay, something, <laughs> something, first of all, let, let's, I mean, we're going to go deep down into the rabbit hole um, until... The elite, whatever you want to call them, you know, saw that marijuana was the end all of be all to be all, you know, in in and in, in more than just marijuana. I mean, the hemp, everything was, you know, for the most part, hemp was the big thing. It was everything you needed for any kind of medicinal purpose. Um, you had your herbs, your dandelion roots, and you know. Uh, echinacea and all these other things and I'm just throwing some things out there because my brain's pretty much fried right now <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on adrenaline Go um, for it. so you had all your herbs that you know the Indians would use the midwives would use the treteurs and all you know That's because of where we are right? exactly used. you know they had everything from colic to childbirth there's no worse pain than giving natural childbirth because people back then didn't have um, C-sections. So well, they did. I mean, you know, it wasn't a big thing. It, it wasn't like it is now. Now they want to push it so they can pull the epidural. Anyway, that's see, I'm, I'm going to go all over. I'm doing my thing. <laughs> no. But anyway, you had your herbs and, and everything. And then, um, God, now I wish I had Heather. Heather, Toronto, where are you when I need you? Um, the, um, there was... Rockefeller, I think he was a Rockefeller or something, and he killed the 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 hemp industry in order to freaking turn to pharma, pharmacia, you know. And y'all can say conspiracy theory, whatever. But my son, my 17 year old, and my 13 year old, and me, and you know because you're doing it too, we are living proof. Cannabis is where it's at. That story. (laughs) That's where the healing It is between prayers and cannabis. Crossed in cannabis. That's it. in cannabis. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's even beyond that because cannabis, the CBD and everything, opened a door. And now I'm like, oh, my God, I remember when so-and-so, you know, old lady neighbor helped my sister's child when when he was born premature and he had colic from a plant. So 
Sam Bombolo. Yeah, I remember yeah, the Bombolo. Right. And, and, and it's like Echinacea helping for boils. Um, you know, we did tea. Well, look, and, my family came down last time. My mom calls me up, and I'm like, and she's like, um, get the potato ready. And I'm like, I'm making an agu potato, a potato stew. She's like, no, Kyle has a boil. Uh, um, not a boil, a wart. And I'm like, we're going to wait till the new moon. And a lot of people, they're like, that's witchcraft. I'm like, no, we grew up on full moons and potatoes fixed and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just how it was. And Mama, a lot of people came to her for prayers. And they usually came to, she was, she was a, we come from a strong family of faith. Mostly Catholic, especially on my mom's side. But they did do a lot of holistic healing. Mm-hmm. You know, everything came from natural you know and it the most unnatural part of what they did was vixav you know that was the most unnatural part but that's eucalyptus so 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 still natural but think back then we didn't use vixav we used mithalatum if you remember and in the low cans we had some cans and that that was pure eucalyptus and we also lived off the land where we are. Right. Here. You know, we had we had gardens and gardens, and, and we caught or killed our food. Yeah, I mean, you we kill them, we grow them. Yeah. So you know, it's like we learned a lot of things. And then pharma comes in, and you know, and you got to take a pill for everything. Right. And, and, that, and, and you need a pill for the pill, pill and then a pill for the pill. Like oh, it's a big old yeah, circle. Oh, it's like oh, and I'm there. loving this this new whole Tardis Tart Tardis Kinesia Tardis Kinesia. That sounds oh, like yeah. some kind of telekinesis. Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, now we're naming. Now we're naming, screwing people up with side effects. Oh, I, I'm like, and I went through that. Oh my god, I went through that, and I would tell them why does why am I having tremors? Why? Well, when I was on oh. the medicine before I, you know, before I had my little awakening, we're gonna put it the great awakening. <laughs> <laughs> You guys, just a, just a heads up. There's different ways to go through an awakening. but it, you And there's make, a difference between being woke and awake. Trust me. Yeah. yeah. That's a whole different subject. Just, somebody had mentioned they wanted to talk about that. Going to have to get to that. We might do that another day. Yeah. But it, it's like, what do you find? Okay. We at the point. So, what do you admire the most about your journey so far? Like, how do you feel... Let's put some pressure, like some moments on you. Like, how are you coping and handling this as a mother and as a human? Like, a mother that is, um, that has had a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> um, and T.I. is like little minis and suffers from migraines and Meniere's disease and, um, lupus. Um, yeah, you can do it. It's honestly, honestly, I pull my strength from knowing that I know that I know that I know that I have a purpose. Right. And it fuels you. It, yeah, it gives you oh, that yeah. like the adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah. Um I I mean before I didn't sleep because I couldn't sleep because I. Oh, what our kids! You know, I keep. I don't know about you, but I keep one eye sleep. open. Yeah, they don't <laughs> sleep. Now I don't sleep because. Um. There's too much research. 
there's like the research 13 it's like 13 solid years now of non-stop research um and it's not about now we've gotten to the point honestly now we've gotten to the point to where and think you're probably gonna this is what thank you this it just hit me and i had an epiphany go for it this is what fuels me i never ever ever want anybody else to go through what we went through amen amen and if they are going through it to let them know that pharmaceuticals are not the answer there is a plant for every single thing your body goes through. Now, I'm not saying go and drop everything and go get you some weed. And I'm not going to say, I'm not saying, <laughs> but you know, I mean, go, go out there, cut you a flower, and make you some tea because more than likely, unless you've researched it, you don't have a clue what you're doing. Right. Um, you know, um, we're not playing Thumper and this isn't Disney. Exactly. Uh, you know, oh, lick the flare. Um, that wasn't Thumper, that was the flower, that was the skunk. So anyway, okay, see, I, I ran, and I read. I will not ever, I will not ever claim to know everything. Never. There's, there's tons and tons. But the thing is, a lot of people fail to, re, to understand the fact that experience is the best teacher. Oh, God, yeah. You can't learn you, this shit in school. You can't, and the thing is, I, I love people, especially... You've probably had doctors that don't have no kids and they sit in there. Like one of my favorite ones was the one that told me when he starts to cut up, just ignore him. And I'm like, well, what do you do when he starts getting dangerous? I don't know if y'all seen some kids, but our kids can get dangerous. Oh, crap. Oh, oh well. Uh, like uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that. It, it's like um, trying to. I'm about to hit a nerve with some people, but this well. is about the best analogy I can give. And when I said I don't have no filter, I have no filter, and this is raw shit. This is like trying to have a man who's dress, who's wearing a dress and a dick between his legs trying to tell you how to be a woman. Yeah. Oh, honey, let me tell you how to give birth. You just spread them legs and push. No, you know what? No. I... That's that's not that's not how it works. You know. Um, you you cannot read a book no you can't and, and know how how to deal with 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 any kind of disabled child honestly or any well, kind any, of or anything, any, anything like that no because experience is always the best right thing. you know unless you've lived through it you really can't say anything about it um that would be like me going to tell a cancer patient you know oh i completely understand no. or telling a diabetic oh i know how that neuropathy feels just let them cut your leg off. Oh, no. Do you see that? That doesn't work. But, and not every child on the spectrum is the same either. Oh, everything. I mean, all I can't, is- yeah, I can't sit there and tell you, oh, I know what you're going through because, you know, my child's autistic, but your child has pandas. Oh, and, and has all these other medical issues. We see that so much. And um, the best ones are the ones that want us to beat the spectrum out of them. Oh, we all done smacked our kids. I know I done, you know, give some whippers to Cullen to where I'm ending up kicking my own ass. And I'm just like. Oh, really? You know, and, and it's a no-win situation when you're out in public because people see the like, you need to put your kid in check or why are you spanking your kid? And I'm like, all you just need to mind your business before you become part of this shit show. It, it's like taking, yeah, it's like taking your child to, you know, those big tent revivals they used to have way back when? 
and your child losing their shit and them saying, oh, it's Satan. We got to cast the <laughs> Satan out. Oh, my God. You know, told, I'm like, no. I've been told. Oh. <laughs> well, this is somebody who was a Jehovah's Witness. Somebody already told me, your child, you asked for that because you do not call Jesus Allah. And I'm like, Jehovah Witness, they believe in Allah. I thought I that was Jehovah, No, this is what this, but she wasn't, oh, shit. She wasn't exactly the sharpest to understand. Most people aren't nowadays. But I mean, I admit I'm not. I'm not bright at all, but I try every oh, now and then. But no, no. That, that's one thing. Um, see, I was told that early on. We used to go to this Pentecostal church when I was back to my first husband. I was young. I was 18. It was the first time I ever had a miscarriage. Um, I was... I was they told me that the reason I I miscarried was because I had sinned against God because I was wearing my wedding rings and it was showing uh, it was a symbol of another love and I walked out of there and and I don't know and you see I don't like quote unquote religion I love spirituality I love it but when it comes to religion religion's dead Religion will send you straight to hell. Oh my God! See now we're going all. We got to do another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and now, like, okay, your purpose and what fuels you. What do you do as a mom? Seriously, friend to friend, mom to mom. What do you do to make sure that to keep yourself going? Like, how do you treat yourself? How do you cope? You know, different things like that. I pray a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Um. I have, and and this is crazy because it's only been like maybe two years um, that I've realized that I do my children no good if I'm the one who's sick and suffering. Right, I mean. Um, so I, I have um, my businesses that keep me going and I talk to a lot of people. Um, so yeah, the herbs, I study the herbs. I study, you know, what they're good for. Um, I have surrounded myself by beautiful lights, people like Shatam. Um, I, and, and the majority of my friends have children on the spectrum yeah. because nobody else really understands that. You're kind of doing the birds of the Yeah. <laughs> when, when, um, I started going to the gym, kind of slacked off the gym. Um, but I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll go outside and I'll, you know, just it's chill and, Enjoy, yeah, enjoy nature. Appreciate first thing in the morning when you wake up. Gratitude. Gratitude. Gratitude is a is a multitude of things. Right exactly. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, and that's all there is to that. Um, but I always try. I'm a fixer, so I always try and um, figure out what's the best case